know that there are people who put us down for no other reason than the simple fact that we get around. My generation, part two, verse three, chapter four, Jackson five, Nikki six. Welcome into Quick Snaps. That is the voice of Todd Snyder, and we are happy to say that Todd Snyder, one of my favorites in the whole world, has given us permission to use his music to open our podcast. And we haven't even decided how to do it yet. He said, any song, any time. So we're going to mess around with that and figure something out. Welcome into Quick Snaps. It's uh, Comedy Football Talk. I'm Kostaki Economopoulos. That's Aaron Hodges. Yo, yo. Oh, boy, do we have a lot to cover today. The uh, the Steelers held on for a big win against the Titans. Those are two juggernauts. The Cardinals beat the Seahawks in a hell of a thriller on Sunday night. The Patriots lost again. Wee! Uh, and I had no choice but to write another 30 jokes about the Falcons because they are terrible. Whatever takes the heat off of Daniel Jones, I'm for it. That's right. Daniel Jones had a nice little stroll. 80% <laughs> of it was uh, positive. Uh, and then he was shot by a sniper and fell down at the 15. Yeah, they got him right in the ankles, man. I, I hate that <laughs> the snipers always go for the legs. They're sneaky. <laughs> They're very sneaky. We also have a guest. Uh, the the voice, the man, the mystery behind not Joe Flacco, uh, an Instagram uh, NFL meme sensation and podcaster, Ooh. will be joining us here shortly. Sensation. A sensation. He's got lots of followers. He's doing a thing. He's he's good and he's original and he's fun. And we asked him to come here and chat with us. Awesome. Uh, my partner Kramer also asked me to tell some jokes, but uh, I think I need to set up the first one because uh, you might have missed some of these details. I did. Yeah, I was on the road. I took a little road trip to Illinois with my pops for a motorcycle race, and uh, oh wow, I caught like. 15 minutes of red zone, but uh, you're catching me up on the action. All right. Here's all everything you need to know. I said the key things off the top. You know what happened to the Giants. That was Thursday. Yeah. The Falcons were down by two. You ready for this? I'll power through it quick. They're down by two. They're on the Lions 11. There's a minute left. Minute four or something. Okay. All they got to do is fall on the ball a couple times, run the clock down. There's no timeouts. And then kick the winning field goal with three seconds left, right? Yeah. Todd Gurley burst through the line. A couple of guys let him go. The third guy sort of started to tackle him and then relented. Todd fell down and the ball crossed the plane for a score kind of against his will. He clearly was trying to not score and then kind of fell into the end zone. (laughs) Then the Falcons go for two. Now they're up by six. And you know the rest of the story. The Lions drove the length of the field with no timeouts and on the last play of the game threw a touchdown to tie the game and kick the winning extra point with no time on the clock. <laughs> I mean, we've seen a couple of plays like this. Um, I think the Patriots have employed that tactic where they let the team win. They let them. Uh, yeah. Ahmad, Ahmad Bradshaw did it in That's the Super right. Bowl. They, they let him score in the Super Bowl when the Giants That's... won. Exactly and, uh, right. Well, I, I haven't seen the play yet, but I don't know why the offense bothers to fake it like they're going to run a real play. Just take a knee. There's no shame in taking a knee. 
That's my complaint. My team blew it at taking a knee. That's where my team is right now. I know they don't, they're not in the victory formation a lot. They don't get a lot of practice <laughs> in this situation. But the, the Falcons are so bad, they can't keep themselves from scoring. That's how bad they are. That's really, that's a new one. That's a, that's a decent way to lose. I, I mean, if you're trying to going, invent new ways, that's pretty good. I can't believe it. Like Todd, th- apparently this is on Todd. Todd sort of blamed himself after, and they talked about it. It's not like, the, you know, nobody thought of this. They talked about it in the huddle. And somehow he instincts took over for part of it. He broke through the line. One guy is kind of ta- trying to tackle him, and he's fighting that, and then he kind of stumbles, and he falls down the one yeah. with the ball in his left hand, and yeah. he crosses the play. Okay, so now that <laughs> picture makes sense to me because I did see the picture um, floating around with the Lions players rooting for a touchdown. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so – it's just – and then, when, of course, when it happens, in your gut, you're like – Okay, the Stafford's going to drive him down the field <laughs> and impossibly does exactly that with no timeouts and running, throwing it for 30 yards and running up and spiking the ball over and over again. Of course. It's I mean, they, like, the, the, the universe has to punish the Falcons for <laughs> that just crazy behavior. We get it. We're punished. Do I not, do I not look punished enough? What's What do I need? What do I need to be punished? I'm, I feel like I've done it. We both agreed that the Falcons were going to beat the Lions this week. So thanks for making us look like fools again, ATL. <laughs> I am going for Halloween dressed as the fourth quarter because nothing is scarier in Atlanta than that. It's not good. My team's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Mine's not, not mine's not any better. So, you know what I planned to do today was like 17 Jets jokes because they're they're the most terrible team, but the Falcons again have somehow managed to take all the heat off the Jets. Yeah, yeah, which is inconceivable. Mm. Um, that picture that you referenced. Shall we go to the board and see what the uh, what the peanut gallery is saying? Yeah. Did you have a little caption contest? I did have a little caption contest, and I because of the schedule of events today, I didn't have time to sort of call it down to its basics oh, but uh, you're blowing it you're already blowing it i have a couple I'll, I'll just read you a handful right we'll do this going forward if you want your caption uh to be read on the air here at uh quick snaps uh join the going forward uh caption contest we'll, we'll tie these things together this one's kind of long but it made me laugh so it's a picture of Gurley on his belly and there's four lions players standing around him sort of celebrating that he just scored <laughs> that's the photo and this one is, I don't want to go to school. My stomach hurts. You're going to go to school. Your mother and I have had enough of this. Come on, buddy. If you don't go to school, you can't play football. <laughs> how could you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Ah, I quote that around the house all the time. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, my caption to this was, uh, Mother Falcon, bad play. Uh the first game losing touchdown in history. <laughs> 58 says, Todd, this is where you should have laid down. <laughs> Kyle Jolink, uh, who's a Patreon supporter. He yes, said, when you screw up so Kyle. bad, the lions cheer for you. <laughs> Kyle is a lions fan, isn't he? Did That's I've, a good question. I think I so. should know that. Uh, give it to him. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we 
which is true for me. Lifelong Falcons fan and also rooting for fat bottom girly. So it was a bittersweet moment. Sure. George boy. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Tom Simmons Falcons so bad. They can't even keep themselves out of the end zone. That's right. That's where I got my joke. Uh, Robert Garcia and Brian Regan voice half ball whole touchdown. <laughs> I wrote, not fair. Everything is funnier in Brian Regan's voice. That's true. That's that's definitely true. Uh, When your team reaches the end zone so infrequently, they forgot what to do next. Uh, The moment that you get excited that you cross the line with your balls. Uh, these are badly read. These are almost called reads. You get the idea. There's some funny folks out there. We appreciate appreciate you guys uh, following along. So. Aaron Hodges and I on the other side of the guest will do uh, several things, including a clip. I love it when Aaron brings a clip. Uh, we got a, um, we got to do kudos and taps on the back. Of course. Uh, but right now we have a guest. We have a guest. Let's let him in Let's here. Bring him on. We, we gave him a little bit of an intro already. Internet sensation. Oh, <laughs> See, and see, he's got branding. He's going to remain anonymous. You're telling me um, we don't we don't know not Joe Flacco's real name. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there he is. Here he, here he is. Hey, buddy. Hey, doing, fellas? Thanks can you hear us all right? Us. I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, here you are. It makes it very easy to understand why you would name yourself <laughs> not Joe Flacco. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> To people I, listening at home and not watching, he looks like Joe Flacco. It's ridiculous. He, Joe Flacco was blessed to uh, to end up uh, looking like me after all these years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this I was kidding with Aaron before this, and I actually looked it up so that I wouldn't have to embarrass myself. You're our first ever guest whose name I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. I almost didn't. Uh, I almost left the branding up there just because I've. Uh, I, I I picked up a, a a minor stalker issue. So this Uh-oh. is the uh, this. Well, just you know, one of the some of the other meme pages were, uh, and they're kids, you know, and I'm I'm uh, you know, I'm old, and uh, you know, I got a jo- <laughs> I got a job and stuff. I shouldn't be fucking doing this with my spare time. But um, anyway, here we are. <laughs> That was a very elusive way to not tell me your name yet yeah, again. It's just, yeah, it's not going to happen. All right. All right. He's <laughs> committing to the brand. All right. I, not I, Joe I Flacco feel, is I here. I feel like we've already put him in, in danger, like Joe Flacco <laughs> in, the, in the pocket. It's not good. He's dangerous. I'm, I'm, a little more mo- I'm a little more mobile than that. I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wander around in life looking like Joe Flacco. You might pick up a stalker or two. I'm, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm five nine. Nobody's comparing. Nobody's actually <laughs> thinking that we're the same. You know, John Elway is not calling. <laughs> so you came to my attention because you're a very funny NFL memer. Is that a fair uh, moniker for you? Uh, I'll leave. I'll leave the, the deciding whether it's funny or not up to you. But yeah, I, I put some memes out on occasion. And here's the difference between you and the rest of the um, charlatans and thieves and knuckleheads out there in meme land, all the hacks. There's a bunch of football meme people who just take each other's stuff and repurpose it. And I don't want to say any names, NFL memes, uh, but <laughs> there are lots of people are doing it badly. And I noticed that you 
do it originally. So that's why I wanted to have you on. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, so when you reached out the first time, this is a couple of years ago and, uh, I'm like, Holy shit, this guy's an actual comedian. Like he, he does this. And like, that was the, I've always been like enamored with, with standups and, and, uh, and being like that, you know, in a different life, if I'd made different decisions, um, it would have been something like, uh, like, I wish, I wish I had thought of it like when I was in my like early twenties or, you know, teens or something that, but, uh, I didn't realize that I liked writing jokes as much as I do. And, and part of the reason that I've kept my page, um, uh, you know, clean of kind of, uh, you know, any, any joke stealing off of Twitter or anything else like that, that is cause yeah, I, you know, the fun for me is writing the jokes and it's not, gaining the followers like the followers are nice and it's given me a platform and and uh, and everything else but it's just not um it's not why i'm in it right it's uh, i don't make money off the page i could i don't i'm just i just like writing jokes and i wanted to see if i could play at that level and and write stuff that people thought was funny and enough 14 year olds think i'm funny that here we are that's great so what's your background then because the the natural bias for me as a as a comedian is to think that people who are out there succeeding at writing funny stuff in other forms, oh, they must be comics or a former comic or a guy's comic and then this too, or this guy used to be a comic or you know, that's the natural inclination for those of us who who are in my on my side of the desk. What how did you get to be funny if you weren't a comic? I was I was bullied. Isn't that the the normal path for <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. <clears throat> no, I mean, I, uh, um, it was, uh, God, I was, I was like a, a really sweet kid up until about sixth grade. And then I started getting bullied and, and the guy that was bullying me was quicker than me. And, and, uh, for, and I just kind of, and it wasn't like, you know, it was just, it was just middle school stuff. But kind of ever since then, I've just kind of walked, like, and if I walk into a room, I'm just like, all right, I'm scoping everything out. I'm like, where's everybody's weak point and pain point and everything else. And, uh, just as like a defense mechanism and it's just kind of made me quick. I mean, it's like, you know, you, you, you practice anything that often and you just kind of, you're anyway, it's just, and, and, uh, uh, so anyway, but my background is like, I'm in sales. So I've still, I've got to be quick, right. I've got to be able to react to stuff, but, uh, um, yeah, it's just, you know, that was, that's the, uh, the, or the superhero origin story is, uh, you know, um, I, somebody was quicker than me and, uh, that was my weak point. And so I tried to make it a strength and, and now I have a meme page. That's great. So now I feel like for me, again, not to overshare my story, but I, I've been a long time up comic and comedy writer. And for me, the hard thing in the last couple of years is to try to think visually, not verbally and to write things and create things that are funny because of the picture and integrating the picture or even a video because my head is very wordy. I feel like you're the opposite. Is that fair to say? Like you come at it from this point of view and maybe writing the words is a different skill set and this one's more natural. Yeah. I've, I was, a you know, I'm an, I'm an okay writer, I guess. Um, and uh, I've done, I would do more of it if it didn't take so fucking long. <laughs> um, but the, uh, um, you know, my, it's, this just kind of has worked for me as a, as a medium, right. It is just kind of, it has been, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm good over text message. I joke with, uh, my wife's not going to watch this. I missed out on Tinder, man. Like I, I would have, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Man. I, feel I, 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 uh, I got married and I've uh, been married. It'll be eight years on election day. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, and I was with her for eight years prior to that. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't need to, uh, but like going up to chicks in bars and stuff like that was, you know, just kind of never my thing. Right. Um, I could close if I got into a conversation, but, um, you know, I was like, shit, I could have been witty and snappy and quick and all this other stuff over text message. I was just born 15 years too late. So, right. That's funny. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, anyways, yeah, I'm, it's, uh, it's been, it's fun. So it's just, it's, it's a good medium for me. I got another question from the creative side. It, when you, I feel like I kind of go back and forth for me between, just perusing and watching and living and being and sort of finding lines here and there that are good versus these are the top fucking three stories that everyone's going to be talking about. Stop goofing around with these other bullshit things. No one's going to remember. Do something funny about these three things. You know, if Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone, that's the story. Stop writing about, you know, someone wearing funny colored pants that day. Where, where do you land on that sort of thing? Uh, I realized pretty early. So I was, <clears throat> I was, uh, I started out zero followers, never bought any followers or anything. But the first, the only tactic, right, that I used was for my, for the first month I was following and, un- and following and unfollowing people. And that's, that's how I got my first 400 followers. And then that, <clears throat> you know, so shit, I was, this was five years ago. It was four years, five, four years ago. So I was like, I was 35 at the time. I'm like, well, this is a waste of time. If I can't, if I can't succeed doing this, then screw it. But my the first meme, I had 400 followers. I got 2,000 likes. It was a it was a Cam Newton post where in one picture he's wearing a Superman thing, and in another he's wearing a Batman shirt. And I just said, you cannot trust this man. And uh, and then I got 2,000 likes on it, and I was like, okay. And from there, I just I uh, you know I've gotten got an analytical brain. I'm like, okay, well I made fun of a quarterback. I'll do that again. And so I tend to try and if there's news about a quarterback, I'm all over it. If I can make a meme about a quarterback, I'm all over it because everybody is about, Hey man, that's my, you know, just to to paraphrase T.O. That's my quarterback. Like, (laughs) you know, everybody gets very defensive over who their quarterback is, me included with Jimmy. Um, But uh, that's everybody's 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 pain point. So um, that, and that generated engagement. And from there, you know, I just kind of, I've kept at it. So it's like, you know, I, I, I try and, I try and generally just kind of try and take down your favorite player and go from there. I like, I think uh, you mentioned your height. So I think you might be projecting a little bit with this Kyler Murray one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Imagine getting torched by a dude who needs a step stool to brush his teeth. <laughs> hey, you, you leave my step stool out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're you're a Niners fan, but I I feel like the Niners at their best are can beat anybody in the league, and at their worst are one of the top ten teams. What is happening? What's with the range this season? What's what's going on with them? Injuries, 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 injuries. It's like you know I I think at uh, we went into this last week against the Patriots, missing four out of our five uh, opening day defensive backs. Um, you know, we lost Bosa in week two. We lost Solomon Thomas three plays after that. 
Um, uh, Quan Alexander's out. That's just the defense. Um, right. on, you know, on the offense, Jimmy missed. Jimmy's got the high ankle sprain that probably isn't going to go away all season. Um, you know, Debo Samuel just, I mean, listen, it hasn't impacted the season yet, but Debo had an issue coming into camp, wasn't in shape, and then just now tweaked his hamstring. Um, yeah. uh, you know, we just, and then what, four? I think we're down to our sixth string running back, which is still in Kyle Shanahan's system, still better than most guys' number ones. But, you know, it's like we had, we had Mostert, Tevin, uh, uh, Tevin Coleman, right. uh, Jeff Wilson's now hurt. Jerick McKinnon, I can't – Jerick McKinnon is the most healthy guy we've got, and he's coming off of back-to-back ACL surgeries. Um, Went to my high school. Just – really? Yeah, Jerick McKinnon, Sprayberry High School, Marietta, Georgia. All right. Yeah, so he – just uh, just a ton of injuries, and I think if you're an average or worse team and we're – I mean, I'm like – the Dolphins game was an aberration. We just – it was just bad, and Jimmy probably came back a week too early, but – Mullins and Beathard are, are atrocious. Back and Mullins and Beathard are just atrocious. So there's not, there wasn't an option. He went out, he was out there a week too early and, and uh, it is what it is. So it's just, it's just injuries. Yeah. Did you even mention Kittle? Yeah. He missed two games. Yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, our starting center has been out. <clears throat> we're down to our, we're technically down to our fifth center. Our top two are hurt three and four either retired or opted out due to COVID. So technically we're on our fifth string center. Um, you know, it's, uh, and we weren't a great interior interior offensive line beforehand. So it's just, it's, it's just been injuries. I'm happy they're four and three. You can tell you're a, you're a serious fan when you say we, and you <laughs> I can't ref- help it. And you I refer to your it. quarterback as Jimmy. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so now james, you've had this- james garoppolo <laughs> yeah by the way nobody you- has to say not jimmy garoppolo because no one's even close to as handsome as him no, yeah it's exactly. ridiculous that's ridiculous uh <laughs> all right not joe flacco so you had the success with the memes uh and then you launched the podcast tell us briefly about that yeah it's it's me and two of my buddies doing this talking talking football so um, we're most Thursday and, uh, they usually, uh, come out most Monday and Friday mornings. So that's, uh, sun, sun, you know, uh, I miss, I had to work. I'm still, you know, I still got, I got to put, I got to put food on the table. So I had to work last night. And, uh, so we're recording again tonight and, uh, we record, try and record every Sunday night and Thursday night. So, cool, it's, but it's just, it's just recaps and previews and, and three guys shooting the shit and uh, and trying to make as many jokes as you can fit into 40 minutes. All Niners yeah, fans? I hear you. Are you guys What's all that? Niners fans? No, uh, uh, Giants, uh, Browns, and uh, 49ers. Wow. All right. It's a pretty so broad when you're in, spectrum. When, yeah, you're in San, a- when you're in San Diego, you get, you know, it's a, it's a great sports town, but there's uh, way more people not from here than the other way around. So it's like, there's a ton of great sports bars and every bar has a, has a, has some team flag out in front of it. But, um, you know, we, we, the, you know, San Diego lost its team. So, um, anyway, so yeah, you end up with a, with a bunch of people from all over. A lot of Patriots fans. Ugh, Boo. Who needs them? They yeah. suck. They'll go. They they'll suck be, this they'll year. be gone in two years. That's true. That's, that's true. The Patriots sucking is the one glimmer of hope in 2020. That's, that's it seems, Oh, it's fun to see them bad. 
And you guys are Falcons and Giants. Okay. Yeah, our teams are terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a rough year. I think uh, the 49ers have double the amount of wins as both our teams. Yes. I'm, I'm happy to bring a, it. I'm happy to bring it for the Niners. With, with half of the players <laughs> gipping around. Right. This, this will definitely like be. Go ahead. This is like when the rebuilding teams bring in that uh, that veteran who just knows how to play the right way. You know, this is this is me bringing that winning culture for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely feel it just oozing uh, into my veins. It's just definitely going to transfer over to Daniel Jones at this point. There you go. Yeah, with our teams, we should be the ones who are anonymous. We should just hide That's behind true. a brand. Our yeah. team's terrible. All right, buddy. Well, it's great to it's great to meet you and uh, talk to you for a few beats. Uh, everybody out there in uh, podcast land, go check out Not Joe Flacco, the podcast, and uh, and the meme page on Instagram and and Twitch. Is that right? I, I ditched the Twitch when I whoa that run ditched the um, Twitch. I got rid of I I got rid of Twitch when uh, when when the stalker thing popped up and I tried pulling all uh, all evidence of my <clears throat> all evidence of myself offline. So. <laughs> that's great you look like aside, you're in from, a my 80, 000, aside from my eighty thousand, you know instagram followers <laughs> well, we do appreciate you taking a chance with us here tonight that's, that's right that sounds right. like a serious situation so be <laughs> safe be safe out there i will do we'll do i appreciate you guys absolutely man take it easy thanks man thanks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. All right. That's cool. Still don't know his name. That's a, that's an ending I didn't expect. He's not giving it up. That's really funny. He's got a stalker. What the hell? I kind of want to be anonymous. <laughs> you know, because you know, I'm so famous. <laughs> yeah. Such a burden. You stick with me, buddy. We're going to be close to anonymous for a long time. <laughs> Counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're anonymous adjacent. That's yeah. what we are. Yep. Uh, all right. We got a lot to do. Can we dive right into the big news for me this week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have a gigantic announcement. I do, and we haven't even touched on it yet. We had to talk about how bad the Falcons were to kick things off. They occupy way too much time. Oh my goodness. I was actually not just because the team sucks. I've already given up on the team for this year. I was actually angry that I had to write Falcons jokes again. When that game ended, I was like, this is the story. And literally I'm watching red zone and literally what's his name? The guy that hosts red zone, Scott Hanson, Scott Hanson, crazy genius, very good host literally looks into the camera at me and says, this is the thing we're all going to be talking about all week long. NFL network. He's literally 
like taunting me because I don't want to write Falcons jokes again. No choice. Yeah, uh, why can't they just like give you a nice, sweet victory that's not that funny? Right. That would be great. Next week. This week. It's Thursday. They're playing Thursday. So at least we'll know. If it happens, I'll have plenty of time to write jokes. Yeah, it's easier <laughs> to accept the loss on a Thursday, I think. Because no one wants to talk about it on Monday. Yeah, it's too far back. We yeah. don't even need to cover the Giants uh, on Thursday no night. No need to discuss. Embarrassing themselves with the run that wasn't a run. Um, yeah, so I've been talking about this for two years. I dragged my feet a little bit. I was hesitant about some of the beats of it. I eventually knocked it around at length and debated the name and the thing and did a title search and talked to my lawyer buddy and got the URL and got the UR, got the names on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I, my lawyer buddy goes, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. First use. So get out there and do it already. And I threw together some half-baked logos and put it all up. And I launched the football comedy brand, All Pro Lines. Hey! It's up and running, baby. It's actually a thing. And I spent all weekend writing jokes and trying to think like not Joe Flacco and writing some visual comedy as well and telling people about it and asking them to share and doing all the things you do, learning how it works on Instagram to have two accounts and you flock, flip back and forth and like each other and share on the other. And the Twitter and the Facebook have similar toggles and different, slightly different things you do. And I'm figuring it all out. And it's, I got to tell you, uh, I'm excited. It feels like the right thing to do. Congrats, man. Yeah. I was getting a little tired of you mulling it over. I was waiting for you to just make that leap and you finally did. So congrats, man. Kudos. I did it. Kudos to you. All right. Kudos. Oh, that's right. Good segue. I was going to give it to somebody else, but today it's you. <laughs> You're very kind. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought I was at least going to go through a couple of weeks of, Hey, there's a big announcement coming soon and all that stuff. And when my friend, uh, my lawyer friend, Chad goes, nah, just do it because, <laughs> because you establish that you own it by having first use. So if you just do it, then you can always go, Hey, look, I'm on Instagram with this name on such and such a day, you know, just get out there and do it on all the platforms. And that was like the kind of the last green light I needed. So. Good on you, man. I know you got big plans for it. Uh, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. I'm sure you got all kinds of stuff brewing. And uh, I'm excited to see what you do with it, man. I think you could take it really far. I mean, you got a solid foundation. You got plenty of uh, funny people around you that you can lean on and uh, collaborate with. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a great success, man. I'm definitely rooting for you. Thanks, buddy. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, if this, uh, if this mystery dude in a basement can get 80,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> you should be able to. I mean, right? he's funny, man. He's funny. Oh, he's that's absolutely your, funny. I do not mean that as a dig. I wanted to have him on because I like him a lot. His stuff is good and it's original. And I mean that when I said, when I did said in the intro, so many of the things that are out there are just the same joke over and over again. Yeah. Or someone else writes one funny thing and everyone jumps on it and kind of does the similar version of the same gag. Right. He's, he's an original. So, uh, yeah, kudos to him. Uh, so yeah, let's do some kudos. You, you pick me. 
<laughs> I picked you, but I, I'd also like to give some taps on the back to DeAndre Hopkins. Oh! For driving a Ferrari in and out of a, a Trump caravan of trucks and flipping them the bird. <laughs> I, uh, it was a Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's extra I, hilarious. I happened to uh, see a picture. One of the people that were in the, the caravan, I guess, snapped a picture of him. He's just like topless Ferrari, like both, both middle figures up. And I was oh, just like, wow. come on, man, that's so perfect. So perfect. That's, oh, wow. I didn't see all that. I got to find the photo. That's yeah. a funny picture. It's uh it's funny. Uh, I, my, my taps and kudos are from the same team. I'm going to go Kyler Murray because that was a huge win for them. And that, that kid, he is scrappy, man. He is so much faster than you think he is. He yeah. can throw the long ball. He can throw the short ball. He makes good decisions. He's a superstar on the, on the brink of, he's on the brink of superstardom. He's, he's great. Fun to watch. Yeah. Announcers seem to really appreciate his sliding style and they want to let you know, he plays baseball. Yeah, that's right. It's funny they get stuck on one thing. Right? That's right. It's like every time a tight end that has a basketball background catches the yeah, it boxes right. them out, you know, leads into that uh, basketball. Yeah. That basketball background that he's got. That's right. Roll the highlights of Tony Gonzalez dunking in junior college. <laughs> and yesterday's uh, yesterday's was it's national tight end day, which was apparently right. invented by George Kittle. So <laughs> it was hilarious to hear Scott Hansen. And sometimes when they would show the, the clips from the games, the local announcer was talking about national tight end day as well. So that's amazing. We should do, we should make up a, we should make up a national day. If, uh, if George Kittle could just make it up and he's barely, I mean, he's not even like an old veteran yet and it's already caught on. Yeah, well, he's he's you know he has a, a wrestling background. He's uh, got a lot of experience <laughs> in hyping people up and doing a shoot, as they say in the industry. You're too young to even get this reference, but when I was a kid, it was Lynn Swan took ballet. That uh, was the thing oh, yeah? that they talked okay. about all the time. Yeah, because yeah. he always sure. had these acrobatic catches and the feet down, and the, they always talked about how he took ballet, the balance and all that. Yeah, I can see right. that how that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um let's do 15 jets jokes can we do that yes please just just to cleanse our palate from the uh all the falcons comedy that we've had for seven weeks in a absolutely. row absolutely i'm gonna you know give you give you either a rim shot or crickets so you got a rim shot joke thing i'm gonna give you rim shots or crickets so this you is got two choices is there a middle ground is there a groan you might get a is trombone there, is there a standing ovation noise there's applause too you got all those right there? I got all those. Oh, I feel like we're back in the serious building. Old Test days. Me. Let's go. All right. I spent the first seven weeks making fun of my team. Now the abuse era spins towards the Jets. The Jets are so bad, they've become honorary members of the NFC East. The Jets are so bad, gangrene is changing its name. Gre Greta Thunberg no longer claims to be going green. The Jets are so bad. They changed the book to regular eggs and ham. They were going to go with the New York football team, but couldn't prove on paper that they are one. Jet skis now want to be known as wet skis. <laughs> you just needed to get that in there. No, it, was, it deserved it. 
Ka- Kaepernick has blocked calls from the Jets' front office. That's how bad the Jets are. Trevor Lawrence cut his hair and got a fake mustache. Joe Namath is guaranteed suicide. And finally, Elton John now sings Benny and the Steelers. <laughs> I'm not sure all the sounds came through to the main recording here, but I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Every show should end with you being uh, just carried off with the crowd. Applaud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you can put those in and post if they didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to hear this clip. I, I've, I've been I've been teased that there's a clip. Yeah, you know it. Uh, it never ends. The uh, everyone's got an opinion on on Cam Newton's attire. Tiger makes a stew out of me. Sheesh. Me too. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't really, have. Doesn't really aggravate the stew out of me, but uh, a lot of people it does aggravate the stew out of them. How Cam Newton dresses, and um, Jeff Garcia. Your buddy. <laughs> My boy. He is among <laughs> the detractors. He's not happy with Camp's performance and the way that he dresses. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Sorry. That that was not him. Not <laughs> him. That was uh <laughs> I, I had queer eye on in the background. This is what he actually said. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, balance. Yes, symmetry. Yes. You look amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not Jeff Garcia. This is what he actually said. There's nothing good going your way. Why are you dressing like that to bring more attention to yourself? I'd be trying to ask the equipment managers, put me in your jock sock court and sneak me in the back door oh my god honey this georgia heat honey my word it is just we don't play around here oh, honey. that's not jeff garcia <laughs> it was <laughs> part of that that's a writer's embellishment of jeff garcia's words yes queen yes 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 i love yes. jeff garcia <laughs> I got liquored up at the Georgia Aquarium for the NFL media party, and I saw him there, and I went over and gave him the handshake and the half hug and told him he's the most underrated quarterback in NFL history. Did he agree with you? He gave me a big smile. He was very appreciative, and then uh, he was done with me. <laughs> <laughs> he was decent. He was pretty good. Oh, he was great. He was he was great, and he doesn't pass the eyeball test for NFL quarterback. He no. doesn't look like a quarterback. No. He's not tall. He's not. He doesn't have a square. He doesn't. None of it. He doesn't look like a quarterback. But he he was scrappy, man. He was a great fantasy quarterback because they threw the ball like every time they were inside the five. He was so good at that. Anyway, love Jeff Garcia. Uh, By the way, Cam Patri- says he's right. Cam Cam was like, yeah, he's right. I agree. I got to play better. Cam did admit to not playing well. And in fact, went on to say that he knows if he doesn't play better, that he's not going to get back on the field. It's like, wow. So he's not running away from it. Well, he can't run away. He's not playing well. Well, That's true. (laughs) He should be the poster child for don't get COVID. If you get COVID, you play like shit after that. That's 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 what's going to keep these guys head straight. You forget about that. I mean... I'm not a doctor, but I would I would venture to guess that that's part of the issue here. 
any illness, you're not the same for a while. It takes a while to recover from, even if it was a nothing illness. And this one doesn't seem to be that. It seems to be much bigger, at least for some people. Yeah, <laughs> some people. Some people. Well, it varies, right? I mean, it's like anything. It's some people, yeah. it hits them really hard. And some people, it's like, ah, I had the flu for a few days. I'm all right. Yeah, COVID for the weekend. No big right. deal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, Patreon pitch. Come come join us. We're doing a thing. I, I made this parallel the other night, and I think it's true. When Patreon first became a thing, I had the same feeling that I did about internet dating. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. And now I have a little bit of the not Joe Flacco thing of like, I miss internet dating. It would have been awesome to be able to go in there and go, no smokers, none of this, none of that, and winnow down the community into like two chicks and then go out with them for lunch and see which one you like. Like, I love internet dating. It sounds like such a great way to go. And I feel the same way about Patreon. It's Yeah, tell me how. I really do because it's not... <laughs> Bring me back. <laughs> it's... It's such a good system. It's the old concept of patronage of here's an artist who needs to be supported to be allowed to do what it what he needs to do. In the old days, Michelangelo, the you know, was supported by the king and the pope and the whatever the big hoo-ha at the time was. And that continued throughout history for generations. And now you can do it online with lots of people for tiny amounts of money. So it ends up being enough money for the artist. And now on top of all that, the people can support whatever they want. Weirdo cartoonists who, by the way, I'm going to have on this week on 50 toast. My friend, Dan Kaufman is a brilliant weirdo cartoonist. Um, uh, Poets and bands and strange artists of all kinds who are interesting and compelling and might not do something that traditionally makes a lot of money, you can support them. And on top of all that, the artist can thank them back by being more open and connected. Uh, I myself this week put up my first behind the scenes video on my Patreon page. Uh, I did a a whole piece. I did a short video where I talked through how when the, uh, uh, Antonio Brown story broke. I was looking to recycle some of the old Antonio Brown jokes and make them fresh again. Uh, and I talked about how I did that with some of the visual stuff on the new uh, All Pro Lines pages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, I'm not getting a little long-winded, but I love Patreon. I'm totally on board, and I don't feel weird about pitching it. And I think it's a great system. I had uh, we had our great thing that we did a week or so ago with our peeps. I've had a couple of video things with some of my guys. Um, I like the people and I like the connectivity and there's no better time to build community and come on and join us. Yeah, man. Patreon.com slash quick snaps. And we also have to mention the paintings that people are going to get if they ask for it. I got uh, a couple more in the queue, but Susan and uh, Barry, uh, Eddie Barry got theirs over the weekend. And, uh, send, oh, good. I didn't pictures, see the Susan right? one, but I saw Eddie post a picture of his. It's great. I got to read his uh, his description. It was so funny. <laughs> he posted a picture of it. Uh, and I guess he's you, a Bengals fan. I think I retweeted. If you want to just go to uh, at Eddie underscore Barry or at Aaron Hodges, you can see the picture of it there. And his description oh, okay. is uh, the Bengals is what I called it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> perfectly captures the anguish of a fan in hell as his team. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a Bengals fan. Obviously it perfectly captures the anguish of a fan in hell as his team fails to convert a third and one. 
The strokes <laughs> meander across the canvas like John Ross running a pass route. <laughs> that's what he calls out one of his players. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's, that a, team, that's exactly what I was going for. That, <laughs> you wrote it out of your angst about John Ross. So, you know, that makes sense. It's good he was able to see that. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Your paintings are great, man. I'm proud of you. I think they're they're beautiful. I can't wait to get one. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's on hint, the way. Hint, It's on the way. All right. I got something made uh, that I'm debating to give to you, or should I make another one? So, just... you got like a gag painting. You got like a. Are you painting Todd Gurley falling down at the one, trying not to score and failing? No, nah, I put that picture of you naked on the couch on a stretched canvas. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? A, it's a painting of uh, Zerline uh, kicking the watermelon onside kick. Is that it? Yeah, Is that what you're, exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's that'll be in my heart forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a particularly brutal season for you. Oh my God! Your team's just as bad, just not quite as cartoonishly yeah. terrible. At the peak moments. Right. Cart- and there were got- no expectations for this. That's year. right. It was like, let's That's just see some true. progress, which we're not seeing. But uh, there was no hope of them making the playoffs, really. But your team, we thought Vegas was being disrespectful with the over. They were being disrespectful seven at seven and a half wins. Looks like uh, whoever took that under is a genius. <laughs> Now wait a minute. If you had that bet, if you have that bet right now, you bet the under. You you're you're like next gen stats has you at ninety eight percent to win this bet. The Falcons are involved, my friend. Don't celebrate yet. If you can cash out, cash out. Yeah, if you can buy out for eighty percent on the dollar, do yeah. it now. They will blow it. Oh my goodness. So Wednesday night, to recap, uh, coming up here, I've got uh, my boy Dan Kaufman. He is the purveyor of the Myoclonic Jerk podcast. He's a crazy, quiet genius, and he is now a cartoonist. And some of his stuff is not funny at all. It's uh, thoughtful on purpose. And he's got hilarious stuff, too, and I want to talk to him about the whole process on Wednesday night. Uh, Monday night's here, assuming there's not a game. And even if there is, we might still do it at this time, 7.30. Every Mondays we do this here with you guys live on Facebook Live. And then, of course, it goes to your ear holes, wherever you get your podcasts immediately after. I'm on Bob and Tom, 8.20 every Tuesday morning, Eastern, wrapping up the weekend that was in the NFL. And a handful of you guys know me from uh, other affiliates and other stations all over the country, Albuquerque and Buffalo. Assuming there's not a game, and even if there Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to reply to a comment in the, in the Facebook and it pumped up the live feed. That's one of the reasons I don't do that anymore. I have experimented with that. Uh, so anyway, check out all pro lines. That's the bottom line. Come join us there. We're going to be doing a lot more caption contests. I'm going to brainstorm some other ways to, for it to be super interactive. In fact, here's an invite. If you would like to suggest something on there, uh, get in on the ground floor and let's build this thing together. Come join us. Get in there. Let's go. All right, bro. I'm going to go put a kid to bed, grab a beer, watch some football with Andreas. uh, Yeah, you're hanging with him a lot. That's cool. The Bears are are in Rams. Who's going to win? He's not usually a mile away from where I am, but now now he is. Who's winning? Rams. Yeah, I think so, too. But the Bears have only lost once, right? They're pretty good. 
All right, I'm going to go put 100 on it. <laughs> good luck. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Sounds good. See you guys. All pro lines. Yay!